Forget your troubles. Come on, get flabby. Welcome back to Cliff and Kendall, Coast to Coast. <laughs> Get out and get out and live. What happens in between my legs is my own business. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall. Forever and always, always, always. But a slow going dream and the fear that you hide deep inside your mind. Kendall, this is another episode of our wonderful internet talk show slash radio filler program. Listeners are screaming, it's my magic time. My magic time. You don't even have to say that. People heard the perfect pitch and they knew exactly what they were listening to. I know. I know. A few people I could tell here at the recycling center, they were looking around like, did Michael Bublé just walk in and start singing? <laughs> is, is is Did Josh Groban dropping off some aluminum cans? No, no. It's just me. Just Cliff over here no, in the it's, booth. It's just the recycled version of, of uh, Bublé over here with perfect pitch. Right. Kendall, right, won't you just right, fill us all right, in, right, paint a right, picture, right, where are we right, and why are right, we? Oh, I feel you've asked the wrong person, but I will try. We're at the Fizzy 111 Recycling Center because we're just trying to remind you to reduce, reuse, recycle this week. And, uh, you know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Mr. Schneidbaum, they thought it'd be a lot of fun to come here to bring a lot of attention to the fact that recycling needs to be done. And play some games here. Do a little hide-and-seek here on the ground. I thought that was just such a fun idea that they had, but then they said, oh, no, we're going to play hide-and-seek while you two do the show in the booth. So, well, much like everything else, we're not a part of the idea. Right. We're just outside outside of it. Right outside. Yeah. But we honestly, it would have been too hard for us to play hide-and-go-seek. Where am I going to hide? An empty, abandoned warehouse? I'm so fat. I yeah. won't fit behind like a broom or something like crockpot over there <laughs> they knew we'd lose so quickly that we might as well just do the show uh they did try to impound our booth they thought it was a great thing to recycle and they took it off tried to crush it but luckily we stopped them at the last minute i was so afraid that it was just going to be spat out of a machine in, in a little cube <laughs> we can barely fit in it as it is i know and that's the god's honest truth kendall why how how have I gotten so huge? But I feel like things are changing. Well. Things are going to go my way if I just hold on for one more day. But, Kendall, that's not what this show is about. No, that's just the subtext of every show. For subtext. <laughs> but here we go. Kendall, this is not a show about subtext. It's about supertext. And the supertext of this episode is we're talking about fried foods or fried things fried things a big old countdown you gotta count down fried things well you gotta count down you can't just talk about things anymore if you don't count them down people won't know what the really good things are 
I know, because already, every countdown, aren't you just, when you hear the word countdown, your brain can't help but think, well, what's number one? Is it what I would think is number one? I don't know. Will it be? You got to wait. You got to wait as we count yeah. them all down. Cliff, they haven't been doing countdowns of the best thing of the year for 50 years for nothing. It works. Exactly. Kendall, when it works, it works. When it works, it works, and we're not here to change things. We're here to do what works. Exactly. Work it, Cliff. Work it. Working nine to five. Gonna oh, tell you all no the fried stuff. All right, Kendall. Oh, we are. T- do, flip a space coin. Let's see who goes first. Okay, Ugh. here. Let's see. Oh, God. Here we go. All right, heads uh, or tails? Tails, always. All right. Oh, and of course it landed straight up. Oh, let's try that again. Oh, heads. Heads. Me first. All right, now Cliff, I'm not going to lie to you. There have been so many things that popped in my mind when we were talking about fried things. The list is just so long. So we're going to have to start at number 50 and work our way backwards. Settle in. There's going to be a lot of them I have to leave out, and it's going to be a tough one. But well, I'm just start. save them. Save them for the honorable mention section. Don't worry. Okay. Well, these these basically all tie for number one, but I'm going to start with this one. <laughs> all number right. Number 10, Cliff. Do you love, have you had a beignet? <laughs> Been, no. I don't, maybe have, I have. I don't know. Tell me about it. Oh, oh it is oh, delectable. Oh, oh, it is oh, wonderful. Oh, it's this. Oh pastry that they have in Nolens, you know, where my Cajun grandmother's from, you know. Yeah. Recipes have been passed down through generations. Okay. But they're like uh, kind of a puffed um, little pastry thing that then they put like powdered sugar on. It's kind of like a little triangular funnel cake almost. Oh, okay. Good. So good. And they're fried? Yes, they're fried. They're deep fried. fried. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. There's a place in New Orleans that you can go, and they're open all night. And they know when you walk in the door, you just come to buy a bucket of beignets. And you just sit there, and you just eat them until your face is covered in white powder. <laughs> and you look like the Joker. You do. And you go and, and you... dance down the steps. <laughs> you look like the Joker, and you feel like the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're so fat from all the beignets, but they are amazingly good. Beignets. All right. Nolans, watch out. I feel like there's going to be a flood of people coming for those beignets. They are. There are. There are. And I had to start there. There are so many good ones, but I had to start there. I know it's probably, you're like, beignets? What? (laughs) Beignets? What? What? (laughs) What? No. Alright, here is number nine. What? Kendall, are you ready? I'm so ready. On the fried stuff countdown. (laughs) Now, I love these. You may not love these. And this is just the difference between you and me. You bring us something as cultured and classy as a beignet from Nolans. What? <laughs> what I'm asking you to ponder is this deep fried treat comes, I think of it as being a one of those, uh, what is it? It's a delicacy. You can only order special places like Sonic Food Drive-In. 
I love <laughs> and they're fried, baby. I love the cheddar peppers. Oh, cheddar peppers. Those are much too spicy for me. <laughs> They've got cheddar. They've got peppers. Oh. And <laughs> they got it all. They are deep fried to perfection. Oh. And you dip them in the only dip that in a real American uses ranch. <laughs> Cliff, nothing's good unless you dip it in something, for God's sakes. For God's sakes, why can't we all just have a ranch tube delivering I... to us at all times? <laughs> oh, boy. my goodness, dear. Oh, oh my. Look, isn't this an incredible place full of so many treasures and wonderful things? Oh, I see all of those appliances. I had no idea that this was a place that would recycle large appliances. Sugalumpo, what a fascinating place to witness. Yes, well, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And there's so many wonderful things you can do with all this recyclable here. (laughs) I want to see them smash up all of those ovens and stoves and car parts, dear. Wouldn't that be a real sight to see? Oh, yes, dear. And see what they've made out of it. (laughs) That would. I would be interested. Now, I wonder, did we clean out all the aluminum cans from the rental car? Because they might give us like 50 cents or something for all those cans that were just on the floorboard. Oh, well, we should definitely do that if we have it. That's a wonderful idea. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, I bagged them up because everybody was just throwing them in the back. But I did. I bagged them up. They're back there if you want to give them to them, see if they'll give give us anything for them. Oh, I hope so, Candleboy. No, oh, that would be a wonderful idea. Now, we're about to start a wonderful game of hide-and-go-seek, dear. Oh, yes, it's just a shame you two can't play with us, but we know you'll be rooting us on. <laughs> oh, yes, dear. Now, no cheating. Don't help us out by telling where anyone's gone. Oh, no. No, we would never and cheat. don't tell Crockpot or Charles the Contractor either. <laughs> you oh, keep it all a secret. Boys. We we are the best secret keepers ever. We are. We're <laughs> also the best countdowners. <laughs> we are. We're in the middle of a, a countdown, a fried food or a fried things countdown. Do you guys have a favorite fried thing that you want to tell us about? Oh, yeah, well, you know, Mr. Snodbottom can't have very much fried food. What no, it does to his no. stomach. <laughs> terrible. Terrible on my bowels, boys. But you know, dear, there is something I love. I don't know if you've ever had it, but it's fried cheesecake. <laughs> no. It, so- it sounds not. very odd, dear, but if you can batter it, you can fry it. <laughs> oh, yes. Sugar lump, of course. I think it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, d- dear. Let's go find a good hiding place where Charles the Contractor will never find us. Oh, yes, dear. I, I spotted something on the way in. Let's go over this way, dear. Oh, I, I really wish we could play these games. It makes me sad that we're not part of it all. It does make you sad, but... But at least we have a countdown. And, you know, just think of that. They're playing hide and seek while they're not being able to do a countdown like we are. <laughs> I can see the tears flowing. (laughs) All right, Cliff. I know that you've had these. I know that you love them. So I'm going to go ahead and hit you with number eight. Uh Uh-oh. Churros. Oh. See, I'm I'm working my way up 
all over all the, the globe. All over the globe. First we're with beignets, now we're on to churros. Don't you love a good churro? I do love a good churro. I love them there. What are they? They're just dough, long sticks of fried dough. Long, that's, that, that says it all. And then they've got some cinnamon and sugar. They dip them in on oh, the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, you dip them in like this caramelly sauce. Mm, 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 we used to get them at Disneyland. Remember that? Oh, right outside the Haunted Mansion. Oh, I could really go. Yeah. I hate when we do shows that are to all talk about really good food. Because my <laughs> stomach is rumbling right now with the thought of any of these things. Ooh, thinking about the churros outside the haunted mansion. Uh, it'll be a long time before we see those again. <laughs> You'd think they would put beignets outside the haunted mansion. Well, 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 right, well, right next door well, at the little restaurant next well, to the Honey Mansion, well, you can get beignets right there next to the bread bowls. I know all hey. the food places in Disneyland, Cliff. You follow me, I'll take you through a cultural uh, menagerie. Oh, I can't wait to see the menagerie. <laughs> and I'll wear my lingerie as you show me the menagerie. Mm-hmm. All right, Kendall, number seven. Can you believe we are just tooling along? Number seven. Now, you're going to give me some flack for this one. I can feel it. (laughs) Because, but, I know as you always point out to everybody, anybody within earshot, you're like, hey, by the way, we are vegetarians. And we are the world's fattest vegetarians. And I really think if the Guinness World Record book was up and running... We could win that title. But a few of the listeners may not be vegetarians. So I wanted to give them this. I wanted to throw them a bone, Kendall. A deep fried bone. A deep fried bone, number seven. (laughs) No, Kendall, now you got to think back. Back. Twist the bones and bend the back. You got to think back, Kendall, to the days of when we ate fried foods that were animal foods <laughs> and <laughs> fried chicken but not only just fried chicken because i know you and i were responsible for just the deaths of thousands of chickens that the were blood is on our hands then deep fried the beaks <laughs> are haunting us yeah but no not only just fried chicken. I'm talking about, didn't you love, the best part was the chicken skin. The fried chicken skin. Oh, yeah. that. Well, that's really the part I only like. That's number seven. Chicken skin? Yeah, chicken skin is number seven. And I don't know how much it really is skin. Most of it, that's just where it was battered and fried. Yeah. Well, because... It wasn't till years later, because when I was a kid, I would just, a lot of times, eat the skin at first. And I thought, oh, this is the best part. And then I realized it was just the batter I liked. That's why it was so much easier to become a vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, oh, who didn't love, wasn't it always great if you went to KFC or somewhere with uh-huh. somebody who was on a diet? Because then they'd be like, oh, i got to pull all this skin off my chicken. You'd be like, I'll take it. I'll take it right over here. Cliff, I don't know who you were going with, but nobody I knew was ever on a diet, and we were all fighting over the skin. <laughs> well, my family, we all rotate between being morbidly obese and going on Weight Watchers. Oh, so we didn't even pretend. We just we just jumped <laughs> headfirst in to the bucket. 
<laughs> into the bucket. Bucket me, baby. But yeah, chicken skin. I am surprised that you, when you were talking about being vegetarian, I was like, oh, you're going to say like uh, deep fried vegetables. And I was like, <laughs> what a good idea. And, but no, you went for the chicken skin. Chicken skin. I'm thinking of the old days. I'm a, I'm a person of layers and <laughs> rolls and layers. You know, we were what, 20? Four or something for 24 years we ate a, yeah. a lot of chicken skin okay oh i ate a lot of everything lots of everything oh and well it's like do you remember um the like did you ever go to captain d's growing up oh yeah the best little seafood place uh they had uh, the cracklings you could get for free you know and as a poor boy growing up in the south I loved them. I would go up and say, can I just get a, a tray of cracklings? And all it was was like the batter that had like fallen into the deep fryer and they uh-huh. just scooped it up and gave it to you in a bucket. So oh, good. I didn't know that they did that, but I, I remembered them. Like that was what I remembered about like being under the the fish and that was what you really wanted. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The cra- Free <sighs> at Captain D's. But free. <laughs> free cracklings? Are you... Shitting blood on me. That's insane. Um, I'm not. It's no joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. God <laughs> damn, it. damn it. Damn it, it's not a joke. But it is time for some bad jokes. These are bad. Kendall, do you solemnly swear that these are going to be bad? Cliff, despite the note that I have written here that these are some pretty good jokes, uh, they're bad. <gasps> they are bad. I'll start us out. Yes, please do. Since you started the countdown. Oh, Kendall, this sounds like us. Two buddies were sharing drinks while discussing their wives. And one of them says, does your wife ever, well, you know, does she, well, does she let you do it doggy style? Asked uh, one oh. of the two. Oh, whoa. And his friend didn't belch like that. He said, well, not exactly. She's more into the dog trick aspect of it. And the other guy says, oh, I see kinky stuff, huh? And then Kendall said, well, not exactly. (laughs) Whenever I make a move, she's most likely to roll over and play dead. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Cliff, if it wasn't true. No, I'm kidding. Um, A guy. He just, he just finished this conversation with this other guy about their wives, and uh-huh. he goes into a bar, and he orders four shots of the most expensive 30-year-old single malt scotch, Whoa. and he downs them one after another, just bing, bang, boom. And the bartender, he says, you look like you're in a hurry. And he said, well, you would be too if you had what I had. And the bartender says, oh, God, what have you got? And the guy says, I got 50 cents. Oh. <laughs> he better run. I was afraid it was COVID-19. No. Well, he probably has that, too. Probably. He just doesn't know it because he doesn't show symptoms. <laughs> Shit. Kendall, that is a <laughs> timely joke. Kendall, visiting a blessed lawyer. God bless the lawyers. Oh. We want to give a shout-out to the lawyers. We love you, and we thank you for your service, lawyers. All right, so visiting a lawyer for advice, the wife said, I want you to help me get a divorce. <laughs> and the lawyer says, well, okay, what are your grounds? And the wife says, well, my husband's getting a little queer to sleep with. And the attorney says, well, what do you mean? Does he force you to indulge in bizarre sex practices? No, replied the woman, and neither does the little queer. 
Bizarre sex practices. Well, three women were returning to their Hungarian village. Oh, at first I was hoping this was a spinoff of the First Wives Club. Three women. <laughs> well, it is, but it's the Hungarian version. Oh, damn. And they spotted a man, obviously extremely inebriated, walking ahead of them. And as they watched, he stumbled and fell face down into a mud puddle. When they walked up to him, one woman turned him over to see if she recognized him. However, his face was just covered in mud. You couldn't make out any of his, his facial features. So she just unzipped his pants, and she looked, and she said, Well, he's not my husband. Ooh. And the second, woman, the second woman, she looked over. So she said, Well, he's not my husband. So then the second woman, she peered over the first woman's shoulder, and she agreed, You're right. He's not, he's not your husband. Ooh. Ooh. And the third woman, she was somewhat older than the two, and she looked over, and she said, Well, he's not even from our village. Whoa. That was the head whore. The head whore. <laughs> Alright, Kendall, one night, one dark and stormy night. It might have been Halloween Ooh, night. I like where this joke is going. Uh, one Halloween night, Ooh. a man comes home late one this Halloween night, drunk. <laughs> and his wife says, well, where have you been? And the guy said, well, I was in the golden bar. They have golden chairs, golden glasses, golden beer. On TV, they're watching the golden girls. And then there's a golden <laughs> urinal. And this sounds awfully bizarre to the wife who calls the Golden Bar. She just called information, said, give me the number for the Golden Bar. And they said, we can connect you for a small fee. And she paid it and got connected. And when they answered, she said, well, do you have golden chairs? And they said, yes. She said, well, do you have golden glasses? They said, yes. Well, do you have golden beer? Yes. Are you watching the Golden Girls? Yes. Do you have a golden urinal? Hold on. And on the other end, she hears, I think we have a line on the guy who pissed in your saxophone. Whoa. Whoa. What a drunk. What a drunk. Sober up, you rummy. You're always getting your urinals mixed up with your saxophones. Uh-oh. Hate it when that happens. Awful. Cliff, did you hear about the guy that had sex with his canary? Oh, shit. He came down with a bad case of chirpies. The worst oh. thing about it is it's untweetable. Oh, God. God. Did you or did you not say these are bad jokes? <laughs> I, ma- I made you promise. Kendall, finally, I want to dedicate this one not to the lawyers. Bless you, lawyers, for all that you do. I want to bless the golfers, you know, the people who just love golf. And so many listeners, I'm sure, are on the golfing greens right now. And they're thinking, this is for me. And you're right. For, <laughs> here you go. A man constantly and continuously talked only about golf, and his wife threatened to leave him if he did not talk about something else, and she said, let's talk about sex, and he (laughs) said, okay, I wonder if Tiger Woods got laid last night. Whoa. Whoa, because he's a golfer, and he just couldn't get the golfing off of his mind. Probably some sort of condition he has. (laughs) <laughs> what a condition. What a condition. Got to drop in and see what condition his condition is in. Oh, well, that's all the jokes I got, Cliff. It is just too much. Too much humor. Too much humor. Let's bring it down to something more serious, Kendall. Before we go to break, how about you hit us with number six? Is it number six? All right. Nine, eight, seven, ten, nine, eight, seven. Yeah, six. Number six. Oh, God. Here's where it starts getting hard. 
Because I only have a few that I can fill in. I'm going to have a lot of honorable mentions. All right, Cliff. Next okay. up on the list All right. for me. <sighs> Don't you love them? I do. Fried pickles. Fried pickles. Don't, do you love fried pickles? I can eat them. I don't know that I would just start by saying I love them and oh. can't get enough of them. I buy them by the truckload. <laughs> Ooh, they're so good. What do you love the most about fried pickles? What's your favorite fried pickle memory, etc.? Fill us in. Well, the thing I love most about them is that they have a little bit of like that sour pickle taste and the fry. It just It's the perfect mesh of all the flavors. I'm trying to think of my favorite fried pickle memory. I think one time at a fair, I got some fried pickles, and I ate like four tubs of them. Yep. And then I went on that twirly thing. Oh, yeah. And and I couldn't eat fried pickles for a month after that. Uh, But I did work my way back up to eating them, and I'm I'm back on the sauce. Back on the sauce. The fried pickle sauce. (laughs) All aboard. All aboard. Oh man, I'm just, we're gonna have to get some fried food delivered into this uh, recycling area. Oh my god, look, now they've started another game, and it looks like Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn is it this time. Oh, okay. Hmm, oh, they're looking, they're looking. Oh, why are they, they're coming over here? Oh, oh, oh my goodness, dear. Where is Charles the contractor? Where did you see where he went, boys? Uh, well, no, we weren't looking. You told us not to because I was too afraid we'd tell you if we knew. Oh, but this is very serious. We've been looking for minutes and minutes and we can't find him. Where well, is he? Terrible. Oh, oh. Well, I'm sure he probably left, right? Or went. He's no, hi- no, dear, he promised he wouldn't leave in the middle of the game. He's, hi- you know, he's hiding somewhere. He probably is under that big pile of aluminum cans over there. Yeah, it, it must just mean he's a really good hider. Oh, I don't know. I think something is wrong. Well, I'm sure you're wrong. I'm sure everything is just fine. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to sure. take a break in a minute, and we'll come help you look around. Yeah, yeah, we'll come. We'll be right there. <laughs> okay, dear. Well, I'm going to take the west side again. Look, Crockpot, did oh, you have any luck here? Uh, Crockpot, you know, you know, you know. He's somewhere. You know, you know, I don't know. You know. So You probably is... found the stash of toilets. Oh, you, know. <laughs> uh, you think there's some recyclable <laughs> toilets? There might be. He's probably taking a, you know, dump in one of the recyclable toilets. Maybe. I guess you do, because I guess if they recycle toilets, they just break down. The ceramics, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, you or you can um, salvage them from old houses and they put them in new houses, like, you know. Yeah, they're still good at collecting shit. Yeah. And waste and funneling it to the right places. And yeah. There's still a lot, of, a lot of years left in those toilets. Cliff, there's a lot of shit to be kept in that toilet still to come. Oh, we're, we're speaking of shit, we're going... Through the shit these days, Kendall, we're going to keep our chins up. We're going to keep living and laughing and, yes, loving. <laughs> yeah, keep as, laughing because the shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> as we go down, the shitter's full and we are the band playing on the Titanic. Do you feel that more and more every week? Yes, but somebody's got to do it. Also, I didn't say nobody's got to do it. I meant somebody's got to do it and that somebody is us. And I feel it every week more and more like we are there playing nearer 
my podcast to thee, and the ship is just going down, baby. Lately, the water's like up to our knees, and it's pretty fucking cold. <laughs> it's pretty cold, Kendall, and if there's a bedpost or a door or something out there, I'm just going to push you right off. You're well, the Leo, and I'm the Kate. That's fine. I'll be in the kitchen deep frying some pickles. <laughs> deep frying. You'll be seeing what deep fried pickles you can scarf down <laughs> while I'm out here playing my ass off on the think violin. About, think about all the leftover food that never got eaten. Oh, now that's the real tragedy. Think about it. I bet you know there were some Cliff and Kendall's on the Titanic that night. Yeah. And they were like, I'm going to the damn kitchen. I'm eating the cakes. You know that's where we'd have been. That they would have found us, you know, some people went back to their rooms and they just slept and they found them in their rooms. They'd have found us in the kitchen with, you know, food all over our face. Like all a chicken over. skin in our hand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a good thought. What a good thought. Bless, <laughs> bless it. All right, Kendall, that's enough for me. Oh, let's, wonder, there's, they are really freaking out about where Charles the Con. They just got to look for him. That's the game that he's hidden. Now they must seek. I know. You know he's probably at the trailer park, but we'll go. We'll go help him find him. We'll, uh, we'll do, yeah. We'll take be fine. a little break because right. that's what we do. And we'll be right back after this. Take breaks. That's what we do. Chin up. Things might get better. In the meantime, prepare for more Cliff and Kendall. Time to make the donuts. Introducing a big idea from a giant in the business, the world's smallest donuts. In new Dunkin' Donuts cereal, you get delicious, crunchy little donuts by the hundreds. All your favorite donut shapes, rings, holes, and twists. You can choose rich chocolate or glazed donut flavors, or both as part of a nutritious breakfast. Dunkin' Donuts cereal, crunchy little donuts, great big taste. Time to eat the donuts. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Oh, we'll at least make it to 150. Oh, yeah. And we'll have a show about it, so keep listening. Yeah. 2062. Come on back. And that was how Cliff and Kendall honored the 100th anniversary of the Titanic. Later that night, as Cliff had drifted off to sleep, he thought about the Titanic. Then he dreamed he and Kendall were on the Titanic the night the great ship went down. What is everybody doing running around like crazy? Oh, Kendall, you would think that there was a a mouse on board, but I know the White Star Line would never allow that to happen. No, absolutely not. So there must be something else going on. Well, I, I, I honestly do not know. Oh, oh my gosh, listen. Listen, the band is playing a terribly sad song, Cliff. Oh, this is so sad. It just reminds me of so many sad things. Thank God we're on this. Thank the good Lord above. I don't know. I'm so glad to be on this safe ship, this unsinkable ship. Well, I am too. And and, and if our listeners want to contact us, they can go to Western Union Uh and and send us a telegraph at Cliff and Kendall. Uh And that's the only way you can reach us. Whoa, you know, yeah. did you? It sounded like somebody dropped something into the water over here beside us. But I don't know why anybody. Welcome back! Welcome back! That's beautiful. For Kendall, we have to take in these moments of beauty 
where we can find them. And speaking of things that are not yet found, Charles the Contractor, we still can't find him. He's around here somewhere. You keep saying he's off at a truck stop. He's off at a trailer park. And maybe, but I think he's here. I think he's playing the game. I think he's winning the game. And that's what you don't want to admit, Kendall. Uh, well, I, when you said talking, speaking of beauty, I thought, yeah, beauty. Charles is nowhere to be found. But now I, I went to the toilets. He wasn't there. Um, yeah, not there. I agree with you. He's he's winning. But then I got distracted. I found all these springs over in this other area, and I thought, look at all the stuff I could do with these. In fact, I thought I could put some on the bottom of my chair for when I sit. It would bounce, so I wouldn't, because you know it hurts when you're so fat like we are when you sit down. Oh, is that why you're bouncing so high? Up yeah. There? Well, I thought it'd be fun. Kendall, number five. Oh my god. I've been waiting on it. Number five. Oh my god. Now I don't want there to be any confusion. This is the food, okay? Fried. Okay. Green. Okay. Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, I've got to I got to agree with you there. I had it about to say it myself. So good. Now let me tell you. I don't like tomatoes. I know tomatoes are beloved. I know this may get me canceled in certain sections of the produce. Well, I'm going down with you. <laughs> but I don't like tomatoes. I don't like them on sandwiches. I don't like them on anything. Me neither. I can't I sometimes can take them. Usually I end up taking part of it off or something. To me, a tomato is like somebody came up and they blew their nose in your mouth. (laughs) And I don't want that. So, but that's what makes the fried green tomato such a miracle. Because it takes an otherwise undesirable element, like a tomato, and it makes it so good it's battered and fried you got your mm-hmm. dipping sauces and it just makes you feel like you're at the damn whistle stop cafe fried green tomatoes I number love it. five i love it I, I only like my tomatoes if they've been mashed and mixed with uh sugar for, to, for ketchup or right. fried yeah i'm with you yeah i need a tomato to be totally hidden <laughs> <laughs> Hide my tomato and a big thing of, uh, of uh, batter all around it. Yeah, um, or o- obliterate it and put it in a lasagna or something. There you go. Uh, 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 um, all right, Cliff, number four. Now, before we do number four, Kendall, before I know four. that's what our listeners are sitting on the edge of their seats. They're thinking, what could it be? What is number four? Will it be the thing that I'm thinking of? I don't know. It won't. But before (laughs) we discover, I think we need to help some people. Oh, sure. Let's help some people. You know, I love it. Uh, There's in a world that's in such pain, Kendall. There's a lot of pain. You've got questions. We've got answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. I should say, you've got pain, we've got ointment. You, there you go, you've got pain, we've, and mail, and we've got ointment. <laughs> All right, you want me to start us out, Cliff? You can start us out. I'll open mine up over here, get ready to go. Okay, well, I'm going to open mine up. Okay. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Dear Cliff and Kendall. All right. I'm in my early 30s. I live and work in a beach town and visit the ocean often on my time off. I have a large tattoo on my side, and while it's tasteful and well done, 
it depicts nudity. Oh, oh. It's an angel. God. It's always covered by a shirt and never exposed at work. While I know we're living in a progressive era of expression, including body art, I wonder if it's appropriate to go shirtless and display edgier graphics like mine, uh, graphic images like mine, or could it be considered offensive to some folks who are not as open-minded? I see plenty of other people display all kinds of ink at the beach, even with kids around. I've only had a positive feedback about mine, and the beachgoers I've met seem to be open-minded. Do I cover it up or do I let it show? What are your thoughts? And that sign tatted on the fizzy 111 shore. Well, tatted, I have three <laughs> words for you, all right? I just came up with this phrase right now. <laughs> Coined it. Just do it. Look at you. That's such a great phrase, but somebody should put that on a shirt. Just do it. And let the cards fall where they may. One of Kendall's favorite room temperature items, cards. Yep. And he's just let them fall where they may. Cards for sorrow, cards for pain. <laughs> Kendall? They fall at room temperature as well. Yeah, just do it, tatted. And if, uh, if you see a lot of people fainting and clutching their pearls then you know then you take that you you know maybe next time you tattoo a bra or a, a loincloth <laughs> on that angel whatever it is that's flashing there and just see but if you're gonna have nudity all over your body then you might as well be ready to flaunt it out there just do it do it, do it. just do it you heard it here first yeah you can say it that way too all right here we go <laughs> Kendall, I've already opened this letter. It's been pre-opened just a moment ago. Well, I heard you. Starts like this. It says, Dear Cliff and Kendall, My husband, Leon, and I have a 16-year marriage and two young children. My problem is that Leon repeatedly says bad words. Whoa. He uses the F word all the time. Cliff and Kendall, I don't curse, and I'm always begging him to clean up his language in front of the kids. <laughs> that was, sorry, that was me. I'm begging uh, you to stop that all the time. <laughs> Kendall and Cliff, when he's around strangers, he hardly ever curses. I beg him to have respect for the kids and watch his mouth, but he gets mad at me, and it gets worse. Our daughter's in the fourth grade, and our son is two years old, and to my extreme dismay our little boy has started repeating the bad words he hears his dad use Kendall and Cliff how can I get through to him that he has an obligation to me and the children to set a better example and that is signed wife of swamp mouth in the south Busheltown suburbs well let me let me tell swamp mouth uh, swamp mouth's wife I guess why clean it up? They're going to hear it somewhere else anyway. I, I think instead of uh, censoring what you say, explain to your children what everything's, what everything means. And, like, why be so prude about bad words anyway? They're just words. Kendall, I know what their two-year-old son would say to you. Fuck off. <laughs> Helped. Helped. Put those in the helped pile. Do, do you everybody. disagree with me, Cliff? Do you do you think you should shut down all the dirty words and never say them? Please shut down all the dirty words 
and never say them. You may have a menagerie of dirty <laughs> words. That's the way the French say it, Cliff. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. What? What? <laughs> I'm so glad we were able to help those people. They're helped and they're better off than they were mere moments ago. Who else among they us are. can say that? <laughs> Cliff, yes. So now that those people are helped, can I move on with this countdown? Holy Moses. Yes, why not? <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, dear. Boys. Oh, I was just about to get to number four of the countdown. Oh, no, dear. Yes. We have we have much more important things to talk about than that. Oh, have you found Charles the contractor? Well, dear, I think we have. We've we've found it. We've we've traced his footprints to a refrigerator, dear. And it looks like there's a puddle of urine all around the refrigerator. Oh, that sounds like him. He's stuck inside, boys. We need the jaws of life. You don't have the jaws of life here in your booth, do you, boys? We did not pack those. No. But can't, does the, will the door not just open? Oh, we didn't try the door, dear. I knew there was something we meant to try. Oh, well, maybe we should try and see if it'll open first. Yes, I'll let you do it and be the heroine that I know you are, Sugarlump. Oh, oh, Charles, we're coming, dear. Hold we're on. coming, Charles. Hold on. Oh, who would have thought they didn't try the door? Uh, you know, when you're in that kind of situation, your adrenaline kicks in, and you don't know what's up and down and in and out. You don't know what it's like. All right, Cliff, number four. Number four. Oh, whoa, with a bullet. On the fraud countdown. Yeah, 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 Cliff, yeah. I don't yeah, know if you've had yeah, these, yeah, yeah, but I yeah, have. Yeah. And if you haven't, then you are missing out. They're one of the most delectable things in the Uh-oh. entire world. That is a deep fried Oreo. <laughs> oh, have you Oreo. ever had one? I have had them, yes. Aren't they amazing? They are. You know, they're, you, how, you can't say anything bad about them for sure. Well, that what they were like number one on the room temperature count. No, the hot. What? Which countdown was it? Yeah, they're not fried, but the regular Oreos were number one on the room temperature oh, so countdown. You a nice room temperature Oreo. I like my Oreos hot <laughs> and better. You should put them on the hot stuff countdown. <laughs> Next time. Next time we do a hot countdown, the Oreos are going on it. They, they were good. Here's my thing. The only thing is. Can anything stand up and be as good as a fried Oreo sounds? Even a fried Oreo. Yep. You know, just... just <laughs> <laughs> to me, even just the name of it just sets such high standards oh. that it's like, well, it can't. it's not quite as good as it sounds. Just because it sounds so good. Maybe you're right, Cliff. It's better. It's, it's better. better. And maybe it's just because I had it at the fair, but oh my God, I dream about that fried Oreo. Oh, all the time. I love Listen, it. I, I support Oreos. I try to think of a way to put them on every countdown that we have, and I'm glad they made it on to this one. Good, good. Ugh. Oh. So what, 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 what could possibly top a fried Oreo clip? 
Now, I don't want there to be any confusion on this one. This is the movie and not the food. Fried green tomatoes. <laughs> the movie! You know it. You love it. <laughs> Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy, oh. Mary Louise Parker, and the other one whose name is escaping me and maybe has two or three names. Mary Stuart Masterson. She's yeah. got three names, too. So, oh, don't you love it? I, you know I watched I it a year or two ago, just cried. Instead of fly like an eagle, I cried like a baby. As I, I watch it every time I, I need to cry. So, so, so good. It's just the best. You got Kathy Bates, and she's learning how to live again from Jessica Dandy. Oh, uh, she's looking at her for JJ in a mirror. Yes, and they're looking back into history at uh, E.G. Threadgood and her friend Ruth. And their Whistle Stop Cafe that deserved the best. Fried green tomatoes. And don't they look so good in that movie? Oh, I want to eat some right now. Uh, no. It's just the best, best, best movie. Such a good movie. It had to be. On our Fried Stuff Countdown at number three. Fried green you, tomatoes. I'm glad you included both. Uh, yeah, they both—they're both so good. It had to—you can't share when you're both that big, you know. It can't be like a tie. <laughs> Sorry, but I had to—I was over there trying to look and see if they got into the refrigerator. Can you tell? Can you see it from here? It looks like the door is jammed. Mm-mm. So I don't know. He may be running I, out of oxygen, Kendall. You may have to be ready to give him mouth to mouth if they get him out. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> I think we should just call 911, see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Kendall. But all right, fried green tomatoes. Didn't you love it? Saw it in the theater, had the single of the Aaron Neville hit, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted. Happiness is just an illusion filled with sadness and confusion. What becomes of the it really is so good. And every time I watch it, like I do, I feel like I go on an emotional journey. Oh, like, yeah. You, it's one of those movies. There's there's few of them in our lives that when you watch, you really feel like you live the entire journey. Yes. And you just, you go up and down through emotions. You cry, you laugh. And when it's over, you just sit there at, in the credits and you're like, whew, man, I... I don't know what I've just been through, but it was a lot. And and I, that's why you can't watch it that much. You have to save it and and watch it every few months at least or something. But it, it is time for me to watch it again. I love that movie. So good. Oh, and it has bonus points for us. It has Gaylord Sartain from the Ernest movies. Remember, he's Kathy oh. Bates' husband. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I do. I remember when I was a kid saying that, I was like, oh, I know him. Because yeah. <laughs> I felt like he was my best friend from all the Ernest movies. Fried green tomatoes. <laughs> oh, oh, here it is. That it was written by... <laughs> the book was written by Fanny Flagg, frequent match game panelist from the 70s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yes. She was, she was always on the end. Of the bottom row. Now, have you read the book? I've not read the book. Or is it number one? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We are yet to see. Yet to see. Oh, oh my goodness, dear. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I know the etiquette is horrible, dear. Oh. But we can't get Charles out of the refrigerator. We can't get him out. Candle, we need your 
your very good upper arm strength. We need you to hurry and come pull him out of the refrigerator, boy, before he oh, before see? he breathes his last breath. Oh no! I did all this pulling on those springs earlier. My arms are sore. I don't think I could do it. No, Kendall. But that no. means it's got to be you because that you're all warmed up. You're limbered up from all those springs. So you just go go over there. I'll, I'll wait right here for you. It won't take you just a minute. We only have two more on the countdown. Couldn't we wait just a few more? Kendall, please! Kendall, we need to uh, get him out of the refrigerator! He's almost okay, dead. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll be right back. Hold on. All right. Walk faster, dear, please! Hurry, boy! All right, oh, there he goes. Do you think he's going to be able to save him? Oh, he's tugging on the he's tugging on the refrigerator door. Can can he get it open? Oh, dear, please, hard to pull! Oh, use all of your strength, oh, my boy! Goodness. Oh, oh there, thank goodness, there dear! He look, goes. Oh, oh, there he goes! Oh, Christ! Oh my goodness! What is what is just shot out of the refrigerator at Kendall? Oh, it seems seems that Charles is thrown up all over Kendall. Oh, Goodness. no. Now, oh, and, Char and he's passed right out. Kendall, you're going to have to give him mouth to mouth. He needs to be breathing. Dear, he would do it for you. Oh, please help him, Kendall boy. Remember, it's to the tune of staying alive. What? <sighs> staying alive. Staying alive. Oh, that's good. That's a good thought, dear. P push harder, dear. Uh, uh, do it. Uh, uh, oh, Lord, help him. Give him the strength <laughs> that he needs. He's awake. Uh, uh, hallelujah, dear. Hallelujah. Uh, he threw up on Kendall's face one more time, but he's, he's the, air, the air is flow, blowing. Flowing now. Uh, no more blockages. Teaches a valuable lesson not to hide in refrigerators. No, boys, tell your listeners no more hiding in refrigerators. Very dangerous. Oh my god. Alright, Kendall, here you see here's some hand sanitizer for you to use. Might want to put it on all over your face. Oh my god. Do you have a towel? Oh, thank you, Kendall Boy. I'm sure Charles would thank you himself if he weren't going over to the snack machine. Oh, well, he give me a snack while you're at it. Oh, well, you... Oh. Well, you oh, Charles, I'm so glad you're okay. Oh, amen. Oh, Cliff, I didn't think anything would ruin my appetite <laughs> of all the fried foods we've been talking about, but... I found the thing that did it. You found the thing. Oh, Kendall. Oh, oh sorry. I'm going to just spray some. Up. I got to spray some pumpkin spice over here. You brought Oh, a, here. Spray it in my mouth. <laughs> you brought an odor in here with you this time. Oh, God. Let, let's get. Let's keep going. Let's get through this countdown because now I feel like I need to take a very, very long shower. Well, Kendall, you do. But I'm afraid before we can get to number two because you smell worse than number two. But I, I, we have to do something else, and it's it's just report what the kids are saying. Oh, speaking of something else that's disgusting, it's what the kids are saying. <laughs> They're saying all kind of things. You know, every year we do this, I think we get further and further from knowing why they say these things. Well, we've I don't know that we've ever claimed to know why. They're saying. This I know, kind but of it stuff. just gets it gets weirder and weirder, and I think it's just us getting older and older. Well, life, if you've noticed, has just become too weird <laughs> to even imagine. <laughs> so, Look at me, I'm covered in Charles the contractor's vomit. Yes, and that's it's and that's one of the weird. less weird things I've yeah. <laughs> seen and read about today. 
So, Kendall, give us something that the kids are saying. They've been texting you. They've been running up your, using all your data plan. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. Cliff, have, do you ever, uh, have you ever been smoking gas? I would never smoke gas. <gasps> well, Cliff, you might. It is when you're smoking really loud, strong marijuana, like 110 octane. <laughs> It says, uh, I am always smoking gas. No, Kendall, when people ask me, they say, gas, grass, or ass, I go ass every time. <laughs> uh. Oh, bless this house. Bless, bless this mess. Kendall. <laughs> yeah. This is what the kids are saying. They're saying I-L-Y-S-B, which stands for I love you so bad. <laughs> and the, it, it can be used when talking about someone you're in love with and you love a lot, but it's typically used for crushes, hence the hurting. And it says, uh, you know, somebody was crushing on somebody and they texted them, I-L-Y-S-B. I love you so bad. Oh, uh, it's just getting weird. See, when we were kids, it was, I love you so hard. Now it's, I love you so bad. I love you so so hard. I remember the days when it was just I love you so much. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was so long ago. Those days are gone. Cliff, are you familiar with Rule 35? Shit, I never made it past Rule 33. Uh. Rule 35 is an addendum of the internet rule stating that there is, if there is no porn of a certain degree that you're looking for, that it will be made. It's Rule 35. It's got to be made. So, uh, to use it in a sentence... Uh, Kendall searched the internet for hours looking for a pornographic video of a priest inserting a carrot in a man's urethra before he finally invoked ru- Rule 35. I don't know why Kendall was searching for that, but he was. Kendall, I would prefer to see Charles's contactor throw up in your face again to hear well, that. Well, me too, to be honest. <laughs> All right, Kendall, here's what the kids are saying next. <laughs> why are they saying They're that? They're saying... <laughs> <laughs> That's an exclamation of disbelief. That'd be like if Kendall came in and said, Hey, everybody, guess what? I've lost 10 pounds. We might all say, (laughs) I don't think so. That is the expression I get when I say that. That's what the kids are saying. Oh, my God. Well, see, that that makes a lot more sense. Makes a lot more sense. Demystifying. But have you ever heard of the cha-cha? And I'm not talking about the dance. Kendall, the cha-cha... No, can you, and I think, do I know how to cha-cha? <laughs> I don't think Every so. time you bring up a dance, um, I need you to demonstrate it for me. One, two, three, cha-cha, cha-cha, four, five, cha-cha, cha-cha. One, two, three, cha-cha. That, that, that's it. So a cha-cha is a free phone service where the user texts any question to 242242, which is the letters and spell out cha-cha, and a live person searches the internet for the answer and then sends the answer to the person's phone. So, I didn't know this existed, but if people only knew that they could just write to us at Cliff and Kendall, that we would answer the questions for them on the air. So, they wouldn't need the cha-cha. Send us your desperate questions. Don't send them to Cha-Cha or Charo or whoever you're sending them to. Churro. Churros outside of the haunted damn mansion. Send them to us. (laughs) At Twitter, we're at Cliff and Kendall. We're tweeting frequently. We're in all caps to politicians. Kendall, the next one is going to be very educational, okay? Oh, good. This is actually a term I did not know what it meant, but the kids have finally told me it. It's more demystification here on the show. 
You hoser? Hoser! Do you know what it is to be a hoser? A hoser? Uh, is that like a, like you're faking it? No, that's a poser. <laughs> Have you really never heard hoser? It's like a Canadian thing. Oh, you hoser. I, I, hey. I think I've heard the word, but I don't know what it means. Well, here's what it means, you hoser. It's a <laughs> Canadian learning. hockey derogatory term that is similar to the American idiot or loser. And here's where it comes from. It is derived from the pre-Zamboni days where the losing team would have to hose down the ice after the game. So it's like saying loser, but in a fun hockey way. Yeah, yeah, hoser. Well, now I know when all those people are yelling hoser at me what they mean. All's fair in podcasting and uh huh. All is fair in love. Remember that Barbara Streisand song? Love is just a crazy game. And oh, look, they've got it's so much better when you sing it. I know they've got Charles the contractor over there. They got speaking of being a hoser, they got him hosing out that old refrigerator that he peed all in when he was oh. stuck. I could use a little bit of that hose here in a minute. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Why, don't tell him that he's going to come in and hose this whole booth down. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. Um, clip, um, clip, um, is, clip, is it clip, time for clip, number two clip, on the fried clip, countdown? Clip, clip, Kendall, just the same way, there's always room for Jello. It's always time for number two. Well, that's good to hear because it's coming your way. Number two on the countdown. I'm, I hope I didn't steal your number one, but I had to throw it in my number two slot. Donuts. You, they make me go nuts. Oh, me too. I'm like Homer or a cop in heat eating a donut. I love them. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I love them. <laughs> well, they're great. Do, do you remember when we went to Universal Studios in the Simpsons land and they had the big, huge donuts that were as big as your face and they like had like the pink on the top, like a Simpsons donut? Yeah. Oh. I never had one because at the time I thought, oh, I'm being so good and so healthy. I'm not going to have one. And I've regretted it ever since. And I'm going to go to my dying day regretting that I didn't eat one. You have got to seize the donut. Carpe the diem, Kendall. Now I know. Now I know. What would Robin Williams say? He'd stand up on the desk and tell you to seize the donut. He'd say, nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu. Then he'd finish up with a nanu, nanu. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Kendall, number one, I don't know if I'm going to get some flack with this one or not, but let me tell you why this is number one. I'm worried. On the Fried Stuff Countdown, it's a little book called Fried Greens Made Now. It <laughs> is a food, and it's fried. And the reason it's number one is because this fried food takes one of the worst vegetables that you could ever want. It's just slimy and gross, but they chop it up small and they bread it real good. And it's called fried okra. Do you like fried okra? I do not like fried okra. Oh, well you are an idiot, you hoser. I'm a hoser, can't help it. Um, I I, I figured okra was gonna come up on the list, but I didn't know it was gonna come up to number one (laughs) and number one with a bullet this week kendall on the fried stuff countdown because it's a terrible vegetable it's a tube of snot is what okra is it's a snot tube and my grandmother always you know when i would make vegetable soup she'd say well make sure you don't put any okra in there because it'll get too slimy but see that's why i think because it's the ultimate makeover extreme makeover vegetable (laughs) edition to making it 
that if you put a, a plate full of just regular steamed okra on the table, you're going to be sliding that off into the hog trough because nobody wants it. But if you put a big old bowl full of fried okra on that table, bitch, that's the number one star. I hate to break it to you, but you know it's well, true. Not on my table. Not on my table. But now, I've, I've got a just a real quick list of honorable mentions because Listen, of all the things. Give us your honorable mentions because I'm sure I want to eat them all. You will, because of all the things that could have been number one, you picked slime over any of these. So No, because but, when you fried, there's no slime. It's all fried. So you got fried slime. Cliff, we got fried ice cream. No. Fried candy bars. No. Funnel cakes. Uh, fried mac and cheese balls, one of my all-time favorites. I expected that to be on there. I know. Somewhere. I can't believe I didn't. Uh, it was that or Oreos, and I can't believe I picked Oreos. I can't corn on the cob, French fries, fried corn on the cob. Yeah, mozzarella sticks, mozzarella. Eggs. Okay, tortilla eggs. chips, potato chips. Oh, there's so many. Anyway, that I know there's way more, but that's what I had on my list that I could not. Leave the show without talking about I it. I thought that you would bring up French fries. See, that just goes to show you, don't ever assume. No, I mean, I still would have put fried okra <laughs> at number one. And the, and the movie Fried Green Tomatoes at number three. I regret nothing. But I thought that you would bring up French fries. <laughs> Which, speaking of, because a lot of people, a lot of listeners, they're saying, Cliff, you gave us chicken skin. Thank you. And you gave us the movie Fried Green Tomatoes. Thank you. But what about French fries? So what what are your favorite kinds of French fries? What's your favorite kind? You know, I do prefer a regular old, uh, regular French fry with a little seasoning. I don't. I'm, I prefer those over like curly fries or waffle fries, if that's what you mean. Yeah. So I, just like a regular, but I like a thick French fry. You like I like th- a thick? Do you, you like the thick like restaurant style, like really thick cut? Yeah, with with like a lot of seasoning on them. Right. I like, listen, if they, if they can spiral this shit up, I need those spiral curly <laughs> fries. I like, and they've got, they have, those have seasoning on them. Those are seasoned I know, I used to, to perfection. I used to call those pigtails. Pigtails, oh yeah, they look kind of like a pigtail. But they're, uh-huh. they're fried and they're curly. Those are the best kind of french fries. Uh, well, it has In been a while since I've had curly fries. I might try them again. Have them again, Kendall, give them a break. <laughs> Give him a second try. We all deserve a second chance. We do. God knows we do. That's Even why. Charles the contractor. Look, see, they gave him a second chance, and he's he's washed out that refrigerator. If this was only his second chance, that would be fine. But we are oh, well into yeah. the double digits with Charles. Oh, now he's peeing in that water fountain. See? Yeah. Moving on to the next chance. Moving on, Kendall. Moving on. We all... We all move on. (laughs) We all move on. We're all... None of us are perfect. You know, most of us are trying our best. Uh, I never never said I was perfect. So... Kendall, um, you implied it. But I do have the perfect... I have the perfect quote, though. All right, what is it? One of uh, my most favorite people said it. Richard Simmons. All right. People have been frying food since Jesus was on this planet, and there is always going to be a greasy, fried, salty, sugary food. It is up to the individual to walk away and say, I don't want those fries today. And if only we'd listen to him. But we don't. (laughs) But we don't. Oh, Richard, we love you. We do love you. Love you so much. Oh, 
Kendall, here's to you. Here's to all the fried foods. All the ones we mentioned and all the ones that we never got to. Hats off. We, knew you, we, we barely knew you. We barely knew <laughs> you. Uh, Cliff, you know the show. It's brought to you by Snodbottom Productions. <laughs> and a grant from Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts and listeners like you. Oh, and I'm Cliff. <laughs> I'm Kendall. We'll see you here next week. Amen. God. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 broken dreams. I have visions of many things. Oh, 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 Happiness is just an illusion. Filled with sadness. Hey! Uh-huh.